I'm Emily Jasani, and like many of us, I'm sheltering at home. I'm keeping safe and indoors, but both my brother and my father are physicians. They're working every day on the front lines of the pandemic, though they have very different jobs. I wanted to understand how they were experiencing the pandemic, what they were doing, and how they were feeling. My brother Gregory is an emergency medicine resident physician at the University of Maryland Medical Center. Although he's usually in the emergency department, he also works rotations in different departments of the hospital, so he's had a chance to see the impact of the coronavirus on a wide range of patients. At the time I interviewed him, he was working in the pediatric intensive care unit, and I asked him what his biggest burdens were. Because family members aren't allowed to visit their loved ones in the hospital, keeping family up to date is a lot more difficult now. Previously, they would just be at the bedside with the patient, and so we could update the patient and the family all at once. Now we have to call them, hope they pick up. If they don't, leave a message, wait for them to call back. And that process just takes a lot longer now. And two, you might have to call multiple family members because they might not all live together. When I was on trauma, it was really hard. You know, you'd get some people who were, some of them were very sick. And some people would want to come in and we, we'd have to say, look, you know, we're sorry, but you can't. Some people understood that and some people got angry with us. And, you know, I, mean, I get it. It's very understandable. Greg also discusses the stressors around blood donations. Just because there's a global pandemic, people still need blood. We certainly needed a lot of it when I was on the trauma service. And luckily, we had enough. We were able to always have as much as we needed. But also, there are people who need blood because they just have low counts. There are cancer patients who need blood. A lot of people still need blood. So I hope, A, the blood banks are able to find a way to collect blood in a more socially distant friendly way, and I don't know what that would look like. And I hope, too, that people go out and give blood who are able, because it's incredibly important. Greg says the virus itself isn't the only problem. It has made the normal work of the hospital and its ability to respond much more complicated. Coronavirus is in the news, right? And it's getting a lot of attention, how it's yeah. affecting the healthcare system. But keep in mind, People are still getting sick with other things, too. People are still having heart attacks. They're still having strokes. That stuff doesn't stop. You know, so not only are we having to manage the coronavirus cases, we still have to deal with everything we were dealing with before. While Greg works directly with patients, my father has a very different role. I work at Christiana Care, which is a hospital in Newark, Delaware. And what I do there is I'm the chief people officer, and my job is to take care of the people who take care of our patients. He describes what it is like to go into the hospital to work every day. Uh, we have a lot of meetings that are virtual. So we're meeting on Microsoft Teams or Zoom, but uh, there aren't as many meetings as there were before the pandemic. But what we end up doing is we're actually rounding a lot, which means we're visiting the floors and the units and the intensive care areas where the patients are to make sure that the staff that's working there, has everything they need mm -hmm. in terms of personal protection equipment, in terms of resources, supplies, and support in order to take care of uh, sick patients. So our job is to make sure as leaders that they have everything they need. While describing ways in which people can help those working in healthcare, he notes a circumstance that reflects the general public's support. 
you know, if you can donate any kind of personal protective equipment that you have around the house. A lot of people have N95 masks in their shops because they work with wood or other things. For instance, the post office had a ton of N95 masks because of the threat of anthrax. And so I think they donated like 600 N95 masks to us because they had a lot of them around. So any kind of PPE that folks have, uh, face shields, gowns, masks, things like that, would be really helpful. Precautions vary hospital by hospital, but Christiana Care, where my dad works, is taking extra precautions to stop the spread of COVID-19. We all get screened and have our temperature checked, every single one of us. And so that's different, which means the number of entrances to the hospital are limited. We had probably 15 different ways you could get into the hospital. Now we have three. Speaking to my father and brother made me understand the scope and impact of the pandemic, but I'm looking forward to the day that we can all resume our normal lives and spend time with the people we cherish the most.